the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program, folks, remember, if you're having a heating problem on this Friday and, you know, you don't want to go much longer, you want to call... JKL Engineering today. Call JKL at 401-351-7600. They'll do it right. They'll do it right the first time. They are um, uh, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL Engineering. Call them 401-351-7600. Are you having a problem with your heating system on this Friday? Do you feel like you're down in Texas? Has it gotten that bad? Call JKL Engineering today. 401 401- 351-7600. So, just to give you a sense of some news of the day, later today, a Friday at 5 o'clock, no, it's not a news dump, incoming Governor Dan McKee, he's going to hold a online Zoom. Maybe I'll sit in on it. I don't know. Uh, it's been a busy week. Juan was on. I was on Newsmax twice, obviously, plus the snow. We'll see. But anyhow, um, but it's believed that he's going to lay out a plan that he would like to see more of the vaccine program, the vaccine situation. He, uh, from what we understand, he would like to make it more on a municipal level. See, Governor Amundo, she likes to take the power where the state takes control over everything. And incoming governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, former mayor of Cumberland, as many of you know, um, he seems to say, no, let's let's allow the uh, municipalities to have more power and let them implement it. And so I agree with that. And I'll just, you know, a perfect example is the fact that a perfect example is the way that they're using the Dunkin' Donuts Center and the Rhode Island Convention Center. Because most people are not, most people, you know, you do not want to go to Providence. You'd rather just go and get the vaccine in your own community. And the fact that she's still, you know, they're still insisting on that. It's, um, and then yesterday was a real new low where, in fact, that neither Governor Mundo or incoming Governor Dan McKee, that neither one of them were in fact at the briefing yesterday. I mean, that was just, that's how much, you know, the two of them dislike each other. And on this particular situation, I I think I'm going to side with Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. Um, He, you know, he's been kept out of the mix and then he's supposed to be a good soldier and go up there and take it on the chin and try to pretend that they're doing a great job. And it sounds like he finally said, I'm not going to pretend like this anymore. You, You know, The Raimondo people have dropped the ball when it's come to exactly um, the whole situation with the vaccine. So now right now, I want to call. She worked with Bob Duva, and it's uh, we've had her on the program before, Tanya Signori. Let me um, see if we can get her on the program right now. And uh, we'll chat with her with Bob Duva. And uh, who just died unexpectedly, folks. And we want to do a little tribute to him right now. And we arrange. Is that you, Tanya? Folks, joining us right now from the Rhode Island Echo is Tanya Signori. Good afternoon, Tanya. Hi, good afternoon. Well, first of all, uh, very sorry the news of your colleague, Bob Duva. And wanted to uh, take a few moments to remember him and pay tribute to the the late Bob Duva, it, it's just the whole thing is still surreal, Tanya. Yes, yes, very much so. Tell us about you know? Bob Duva and the Rhode Island Echo. Yeah, he was loved by many, not just at the Echo, but um, on Federal Hill and beyond. He was involved in a lot in the community, in different endeavors. He was part of, the, there's a Chamber of Commerce. Um, I don't know if I'm saying it right. There was uh, a few things. He was very, very affluent in the community. 
then he developed the paper, you know, the whole Rhode Island Echo. Prior to that, it was the Federal Hill Gazette. Yeah. He did work in media with the Patuxent Valley Breeze in the past, also with a couple of radio stations in the past, and basically, you know, more recently with the Rhode Island Echo, and, you know, still went forward boldly, even though, you know, newsprint might be non-existent one day, and, and he had faith in it, and we're going to be having a hundred, a hundred edition, a hundred issue in April coming up now. That is incredible. And Tanya, what was it like when Bob Duva, when you would, uh, if you would walk around with him on Federal Hill, what was it, what was it like being around him up on the hill? Oh, he was, we had went there a couple of times for a couple of parties, for Christmas parties. And unfortunately, due to COVID, we couldn't this past December. Oh. So the last time, I believe the last, I'm trying to track this back. I believe the last time I saw him in person was December of 19. Oh, wow. At Anthony's, um, at Anthony's. Uh, on Federal Hill for one of the, you know, Christmas parties. And, yeah, he's very he's very fun to be around, very calm, very, you know, very good person, very friendly, very liked by everybody, creative guy. So, yeah, a lot of us have a very, a lot of great positive things to say. Folks, we're speaking with Tanya Signori uh, from the Rhode Island Echo on the unexpected passing of Bob Duva, who, Tanya, so was he the publisher and owner of the Rhode Island Echo? Yes, as far as I know, yes. Okay, and just touch on, which really used to be the Federal Hill Gazette, but it really highlighted uh, the Italian spirit and culture and honored it and highlighted it and and really just, you know, drew attention to it for for people from all around. Right. Right. Oh, it did. It did. And there's a variety of writers in there and sometimes you catch an Italian recipe and... There was a page put together by um, a couple of individuals who spoke Italian and put a professional page together that was both in, in Italian and in English. The Italian-American Club. I mean, you know, it went beyond just being Italian, but it definitely, yeah, it definitely keeps the, the Italian tradition going. And in Rhode Island, definitely kept it going, yes. Now, Tanya, talk a little bit about um, what, what has been the news from some of your colleagues uh, at the Echo on the unexpected passing of Bob Duva? Uh, just, you know, heavy heart, sadness. I, you know, I've heard from a couple of other people, too, who just were making sure I had heard that had nothing to do with the Echo, and I said, oh, yes, yes, we, we definitely all heard about it. And, no, just very sad, and, and everything kind of I just said, just very successful guy, very well-known guy, definitely had a name for himself in Rhode Island, and heard a lot of, you know, hearing a lot of great, great things from even some of my own family my own friends and even obviously from the you know the world that the publishing world as well now you also i believe you you know the family and if you could touch on i i think you've been in touch with the family yeah yep we we grew up together so we grew up together in in cranston in the cranston area oh i didn't know that i know his Oh wow! Yeah, I, I know his daughters because I'm the same age as one of his daughters, and and so we grew up together. So I remember even going over to the house when I was younger and had some fun times and laughs, and you know, even with my siblings and his two daughters. And oh yeah, so it was you know, so there's some history there too. And they were always creative. They're a very solid family, very very calm, very creative, excellent chefs. More than one of them, very very good cooks. Uh, really knew how to enjoy life. Really take in life, enjoy it, make the best of it. That was what I always saw, you know, from childhood till now. So definitely, definitely that thread is there. Folks, we're speaking with Tanya Signori, and again, the uh, publisher, he was also the Federal Hill Commerce Association president, Bob Duva, passed away. He was the publisher and created the Rhode Island Echo, and also the owner of the Federal Hill uh, Gazette. But he was just... um, you know, well-known and dedicated in where I think he was also very effective, Tanya, is let's face it, the uh, pandemic has been has been brutal to the restaurants, on, as you know, on Federal Hill. Just, I mean, yeah. all restaurants have been hit, uh, but Federal Hill, they they really got hit hard. Number one, um, you know, all the, the stupid protesters that decided they'd just go up there and make life miserable for the people. But on top of that... Uh, just all the restrictions. And so, you know, Bob Duva really stepped up during a very difficult time and just went out of his way to try to help 
the restaurants and all the, the businesses and people on Federal Hill. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yes, definitely. Yep. A very kind man would, would give anything, you know, to, to help others. And yep, definitely. I, I was just on the phone with him, actually, and that's not too likely. We Everything's transacted through email. So I email over my column each month and I might talk to him, you know, three times a year, four times a year, it's not, or not even. And I just, just spoke to him on February 5th, oh. two Friday, two, two Fridays ago. Wow. And can you reveal the nature of the conversation or was it private? Yeah, no, no, I could definitely say I, I was, I was in the Cranston area and I said, I got to call him up. It was a business question. I said, you know, I'm not even going to text him. I'm just going to call him. So, and I was driving at the time. So I was on Reservoir Avenue. And I was heading to Twin Oaks, <laughs> and it was a very, you know, short conversation. But I just said, hi, how are you? How's everything? I said, you know, I'm going to be starting a podcast, and I'm wondering if I could be featured on one of the covers. I mean, I know the cover might already be, you know, might already have, it might be allocated, you know, what's going on each cover from now to December. But if you have any room, I, you know, let me know. And if you're interested, he said, okay, yeah, we, we can maybe work something out and get back in touch with me when it's up and running. And it was a under five minute conversation, and it was already over by the time I got to the restaurant. And when I got to the restaurant, I picked up the Rhode Island Echo because they actually have it there. Great. I picked up the new February issue. I picked up the new February issue, and yeah, I never. I mean, no thought that'd be the last time I would ever have contact with him. Yeah. So yeah. Oh wow! And that was the. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Now, do you now look back and say you wish you had? Maybe spoken to him a little bit longer, and and did he seem okay at the time? Because apparently his death was unexpected. Right, it was unexpected, and yeah, he seemed fine, cheerful. You know, definitely seemed like himself. And 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 I, yeah, of course, I wish I almost spoke spoke longer. But you know, I was on the road; he was on the road, and and even the other day, this past Wednesday, I spoke with John Parada, a local comedian. Oh yeah, I spoke with him on a business call. And he just said to me randomly in the call, which had nothing to do with, you know, with the Island Echo or nothing like that. We were talking about something to do with comedy. And then he said, oh, and, and how about the Echo? You know, are you still writing for them? And I said, yes, yes, I still write for them. He said, please tell Bob. I said, hi. Oh, my God. Tell him I was asking about him. I, I like that guy. God, he's, he's great. Please tell him I was asking for him. I said, hi. And that's how he ends the conversation with me on Wednesday. And literally yesterday, I find out he passed away. So that was wow. kind of a... Kind of a coincidence too, because it, you know he's even though I work for the Echo, he's not somebody in my direct circle of people. He's not somebody I spoke to often. Right. You, know? you just generally call him when you're demanding to be put on the cover. <laughs> no. No. Or, or with a networking question, oh. he may reach out to me. Oh, he I may see. reach out to me. Now. Like it's literally maybe I could count the number of times in one year we would talk. So I think it's kind of. Ironic. It's kind of strange. We just talked on the fifth, and John Parada just mentioned his name the day before he passed. I yeah. just thought that was weird. Now, I, I guess it's early, but what what exactly does happen to the Rhode Island Echo going forward, or is that unknown? Well, there is a statement. There is oh. a statement on the Rhode Island Echo homepage, and and basically, yeah, it looks like it will carry on, and 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 they made a decision that they think Bob would have wanted it that way because it meant so much to him, and. Looking forward to that hundredth issue coming up in April. So yes, so it should should be carrying on the way it looks. Well, that's that's good news, and that must be a uh, a relief to everyone. Oh, I'm right. seeing it now. Right. Yeah, he is on the cover. I'm on the homepage right now. We learned Bob Duva, owner publisher, passed away at his home. Daughter, family, friends are mourning. He loved the Rhode Island Echo. Individual, very enthusiastic, great guy unsurpassed, leaves a void, um, keep the Rhode Island Echo thriving. And he would, he would, one thing I will say, and again, folks, we're speaking with Tanya Signori, and we certainly appreciate the fact that she's taking the time to uh, talk to us during this um, difficult time with the publisher, Bob Duva, has now passed away of the Rhode Island Echo. But um, that he, w- he would want it to go forward. I'm seeing some of the names, uh, Linda Monte, fashion editor, Keith Burkett, uh, Leslie, um, Deanna. Oh, special features by former Westwork Mayor Mike Levake and uh, Michael Pullen. And I know the great Steve Perry is there as well. But um, it's terrific. And that is a nice website. That's a nice tribute. And as always, Tanya, because.
because of COVID, it's not like it can be like a uh, a big gathering or anything. Right. Yeah. Right. To advertise, call Steve Perry today at 595-0302 for the Rhode Island Echo. Well, Tanya, how, um, what can you tell us about um, in the latest issue, what, your column? I make mine a little, I, I did do research, but I try to keep mine kind of unique. So oh. I researched about, can, I wrote about, can a person take a secret to his or her grave? I see. And uh, there's some research on that. And the answer is basically most of the time no. Yep. <laughs> but I was actually more impressed with uh, Bob's daughter's um, Bob's daughter's column. I, I really enjoyed reading that. Getting back to living, I think was the title. I believe it's on page thirty-eight. It was a very, very effective article. Very true, and I very much so enjoyed it. And a lot of people I know enjoyed it as well. It's great from start to finish, and there's a reason why. There's a punchline at the end, and. It was, it was a very solid article. So I was actually more impressed with that than my own. All right. Well, it's very gracious of you. Well, Tanya, again, um, hey, I haven't seen you at the uh, Raimondo press briefings lately. What are we to make of that? Yeah, to make up the briefing or? What's that? <laughs> what do you mean? To make up I, the briefing or just, to make up? No, just we haven't seen you at the briefing. Uh, people would hear your name oh, and I'd see okay. you at the briefings. I'm saying I, you haven't been attending yeah. of all. So. All right. Well, Tanya, no, I think... No, no, I haven't, haven't been there, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm confirming. I know you haven't been there. So I'm confirming <laughs> I have not seen you. We're going to leave it at that. Folks, Tanya Signori, the Rhode yeah, Island Echo. different. <laughs> yep. Tanya, thank you. Now. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, Tanya. Folks, again, uh, remembering... I wanted to have her on just uh, to remember uh, Bob Duva, who, uh, again, a really, really good guy. And, um, and it's not easy. He would put that the paper together... And there's a nice sense of community. And again, um, a tribute to the Rhode Island Echo publisher, who is Bob Duva. So that was uh, Tanya Signori. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show um, is brought to you by Henry Oil. Now, listen, we still have quite a bit of winter to go. My goodness, it is such a winter wonderland out there. Call Henry Oil today at 401 521 Henry Oil, reliable, affordable. Fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Call Henry Oil today. Lock and cap pricing, service contracts, budget plans, automatic delivery. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Make the switch to Henry Oil. Call 401-521-0200. So I think it is interesting that later today... Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee will will be holding his own COVID briefing, so to speak. And uh, it was a lot of drama playing out with um, in in regards to yesterday where Governor Mundo, as we knew, uh, she would not, in fact, be at the COVID briefing. And then what was the added drama is the fact that incoming Governor Dan McKee, that he also would not be attending. So the rollout for the vaccine has not uh, gone smooth at all. And Rhode Island is still, I mean, you think about it, the vaccine in, in the state, because it's the smallest state, it, sh- it should be the, the easiest thing, you know, to put out. Uh, New York Times ranked Rhode Island last in the nation among the 50 states for the share of the population that has received at least one vaccine shot. And neither governor appeared at the health department. So Governor Mundo continues to uh, remain and just wait for her Senate, full Senate vote so she can be Commerce Secretary. But she's confident about that. So her attention has now moved on and her attention is now on the full Senate vote. It's not on carrying out her her duties and and being the job of governor. Her focus now, because she's confident about it, is is behind the scenes and speaking with her staff and what's going to be her new staff. Um, Something that has really helped out Rhode Island is the fact that, folks, the vaccines are working. And uh, Rhode Island continues to see that the number uh, of deaths 
is dropping and dropping rapidly. Now, I also know that a lot of people are um, are trying to find out uh, when they can get the vaccine or when at the very least, how many people are listening and you want to visit someone in the hospital or you want to visit someone at a nursing home and they are starting to lift some of those restrictions. So um, that is something that's going to, uh, um, you know, the next phase of this. So the fact that they're lifting things, but they should be lifting it and it is starting to work. And think of this, the vaccine is working and it's really only been given to mo- mainly our, our oldest residents, which shows you because those are the people that have been affected by it. Let's listen. This is a Channel uh, 12 report. Sites are up and uh, running. Cities and towns are getting into the swing of things. And new at noon, we've learned the number of pharmacy doses will double next week. 12 News reporter Brandon Truitt joins us live at the mass vaccination site in Providence with those developing details. Brandon. Hey, Kate. So things are running pretty smoothly here this morning at the Dunkin' Donut Center as they opened yesterday giving out vaccinations. But we really know getting the actual appointment is really where the struggle is right now. Starting next week, though, it could be a little bit easier to get one, at least at CVS and Walgreens. And that is because the doses there are going to be doubling the federal government making that move, upping it to 7,000 initial doses a week. Now, the number of CVS locations giving vaccine in Rhode Island will double to 14. Walgreens will open another nine locations, putting them at 24 total. Both the state-run and pharmacy locations will expand registration eligibility next week. Starting Monday, those 65 and older can start to sign up. Visit CVS or Walgreens' website uh, for your chance there, or you can visit the state's website or call that hotline for a chance at the max vax sites in the state's. All right, so folks, that is the latest of that. You know what else I want to dip into right now is that creep New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is speaking right now. And from what I understand, he's actually blaming the Republican Party for the fact that he hid the deaths. Let me just dip into this for a moment with uh, Governor Cuomo of New York. Nasty business because I believe I can do good things. But I'm not going to let you do nasty and cruel things to New Yorkers. That goes against my oath, and that goes against who I am. Uh, I'm not going to let you lie to them. Uh, It's cruel to lie to a person who's looking for closure on on the death of a loved one. Uh, And not only was it cruel to the grieving families, it's cruel to the public health professionals who dedicated their lives to public health service. I have public health officials here who could be making millions of dollars in the private sector. Millions. These are some of the best professionals you can find in this country. They are working seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They don't deserve political attacks and unfounded, unscrupulous attacks. It was untrue. It was unfair. And also, you suggested to people of the state of New York that they're not getting the best guidance. That's a lie. And you do it with no information and you do it with no credential and you do it with partisan politics. New York follows the science and the data. New York has the best health minds in the country who are doing this. And they talk and advise with the best health minds in the world. Our health commissioner is Dr. Howard Zucker. I've worked with a lot of people, federal government, state government, private sector. He's a nationally respected medical professional. He is a doctor and he is a lawyer. Which is an extraordinary combination. You don't see it often. Harvard, UPenn, Johns Hopkins. He's been in federal HHS, the World Health Organization, the National Institution of Health, and taught at Columbia and Yale. He's gone through Ebola, Zika, anthrax, bird flu, SARS, and more. You couldn't find a more qualified man to do this at this time than Dr. Zucker. 
I would trust him with my mother's care. I can't offer a more ringing endorsement than that. Uh, and it's his uh, decisions that people now question with no credential. It's the amazing thing about politics. You can make any accusation. No evidence, no background, but we are lucky to have him. Uh, and I'm sorry for uh, the abuse that he's had to subject himself to do good things for the people of the state. But I want you to have an opportunity uh, to hear from him, uh, because many of the questions uh, question his judgment. And they were wrong, and uh, I want New Yorkers to know who their doctor is on the state level. Dr. Howard Zayn. Thank All right, you. folks, so here you have uh, Cuomo. Good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on this Friday. He, he is just appalling. For him to now try to hide behind uh, some of these, the, you know, different people and try to act like it was actually a doctor and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that is just a joke. He's the one. He is the one that's been running the show on this whole thing. Those people answer to him. Um, it, 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 it's just there's no way. Um, there's no way that he's going to be able to just pawn this off on someone else. Now, on this snowy Friday, folks, it's still not that bad out and the roads are clear. I um, I always like to support local business and I like you to support local business. And that's why let's get on the phone. My friend at uh, It's My Health, Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, because you still need to stay healthy, especially more than ever, and shop local. And we want to support a local business like there it is, folks. Joining us right now, is that my friend Marie at It's My Health? Hey, John. Marie, uh, it is tremendous the amount of products that you have that are all designed to keep families healthy and people healthy. And I always like your local business right there on Menden Road across from Davenport Restaurant. I like when you let people know some of the tremendous products that you have right inside your store. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have um, the acai berry, or acai berry, as it's often pronounced. Um, it's a wonderful drink that's made locally. So I think you advertise, you know, that's advertised on your show as well. But every day drinking that, and, you know, we sell a lot of it. I've been using it for many years. We have local honey. We have local maple syrup. We even have local gum made in Greenville, Um so love to carry the local products. We have bulk products, um, all kinds of herbs and spices and teas. And this time of year, it's just great to have a nice cup of tea, something nice and warming, but something that can also help your immune system. And what else, Marie? If someone comes in and pokes around, what are some of the other beautiful products that you offer? We have some wonderful skincare Um from Bulgaria, just it's just so pure and so clean. Um, products that I've been using for many, many years. Just love the way it makes my skin feel. Um, we have natural deodorants, getting rid of you know all of the antiperspirant kind of chemicals. So really natural, really healthy, real simple, um, but they do the job. Things for coughs, colds. Um, Lately, we've had a lot of people with kidney stones. You know, we have um, we have herbs that can help with that. People with gout, we have things that can help with that. We've, we carry CBD, and that's a wonderful product for many things. We even have a lot of dogs on it. And that's, you know, a really great thing because dogs don't judge. They can't walk, and then they can. Or they're anxious, and then they're not. So we, we sell a lot of CBD for people's pets. And that's, that's really big. We have flower essences, too, and they can be really helpful for all kinds of emotional challenges. You know, it's really been crazy um, in the world for the last year. So some of those flower essences can really kind of take things down a notch. That is incredible. And what about uh, this type of weather, you know, with the snow and people are shoveling and then they feel some aches with their body? What are some other things? That's incredible, some of the hemp and CBD products that you have. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. But not only um, hemp and CBD, the um, Arnica is a nice homeopathic remedy that you can take in tablet form. I've worked in the yard and come in and like, oh, just can't even move thinking, how am I ever going to cook dinner? Take that 20 minutes later, like, oof, everything's moving again. It just feels better. Um, it's also topical, so you can use it um, run your lower back. You can use it on a sore shoulder. Any kind of muscle pain, um, the Arnica is great. Any kind of bruising, so if you catch a bruise right away, you hit yourself, get some Arnica on there, take some Arnica, and you'll find that it doesn't bruise quite as bad, and it heals a lot faster. Folks, we're speaking with Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. And Marie, you're so uh, energetic and delightful. What are your hours for today and for tomorrow? Today I'll be here till 530 and tomorrow 9 to 4. And what about, you know, what I want to reach up, I'll bet there are some people that they, they don't even know you carry a product or they order it online and they have to wait days and weeks for it to be delivered and instead if they just pop in i'm sure either a you carry it or b you certainly could also order it for them and get it to them as soon as possible absolutely we do a lot of ordering for people getting things you know specific that they're looking for people bring things in all the time and ask you know if we have it or we can carry it or we have something that's similar so we do we do a lot of that and what about on this snowy Friday, and it's a winter wonderland outside, what is some, uh, if someone came in and said, you know, Marie, I'd like some nice hot tea that I'm going to bring home. What are some nice teas that you would recommend that will uh, obviously heat someone up, but then also soothe them? Uh, one of our local products, um, Jamu Chai, it um, has turmeric and ginger and fenugreek, and it's just a wonderful, warming kind of drink. You just put it with some hot water, add a little bit of some kind of milk, you know, whether it's regular milk or almond milk, and just sip on that. It's just that is really nice. We also have these ginger honey crystals oh. so these little packets pour it into hot water it's like drinking a very strong but hot ginger ale and it is so just soothing for this time of year it just warms you right to your right into your bones folks we have a couple of other teas too there's a crimson tea that um has some hot pepper in it that um that can be really nice this time of year folks she's marie it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland you call her at 401-305-3585 marie great to talk to you as always keep up the good work you help so many people and we will talk to you again thank you all right folks there it is marie it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, right now it's 139. Good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this snowy Friday. And I know, uh, like you, wondering, uh, the snow is just not nonstop. Now, it's it's um, it's it's light right now. It is definitely light, but it's, it's still coming down. And uh, it certainly is making the roads slick. And it's going to snow really all afternoon and then it's going to snow into the night so the roads are definitely treated and the plows are out and passable uh and then tomorrow is going to be dry and then hopefully some of this will melt away and then sunday the uh, weather for tomorrow and sunday basically uh comparable and then on monday we're getting some rain in here so that should help uh, wash some of it away now again i want to remind you and folks i like to help out let's just say you were minding your own business and you went to you know, the grocery store to get something and someone damaged your vehicle or maybe a uh, someone you work with or a friend, call West Fountain Auto Body this time of year. This is the time of year when there's so many accidents because of ice and melting ice and snow. West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If someone damaged your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. I also want to remind you, on this Friday afternoon, if you're, some people may be saying they're going to spend their entire weekend uh, working, trying to repair an appliance of some kind. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Give them a call today at 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of Appliances, whether it's a washer or a dryer 
or dishwasher or your oven or stove, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, for Ryan. It's appliance repair. Now, right now it's 141 on this Friday. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. So later this afternoon, incoming Governor Dan McKee, he's going to hold his own uh, meeting with the press. I want to just find that. They sent that to me. Um, when did I get that? I received it. Uh Let's see. Let me find it, folks. It's coming up at 5. I will more than likely. Um, it's just a Zoom. So he's not, like, greeting everyone someplace. So I'll probably, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So this is new. Dan McKee will appoint T- Tony Silva to lead the administration's vaccine effort. Silva is McKee's current chief of staff. McKee's team says the lieutenant governor isn't a fan of the Rhode Island Health Plan to have eight regional vaccine sites and wants to see sites in every city and town. So so that's different. And he is going to have uh, a five o'clock briefing on that. And then I also want to just, so that's significant that he is putting his chief of staff. Now, that's what's, uh, that certainly raises the question of whether or not no, I guess that would make sense that he's going to have his chief of staff working on that right now. Uh, the Ramundo people are really trying to battle um, some of the, the bad headlines that they've been getting through this whole thing in a, in a big way um, that, that they've been trying to. Now, see, I love this. The, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, lowers Florida flags in honor of Rush Limbaugh. How is he not the front runner for 2024? I am telling you, the guy is the front runner for 2024. I'll tell you who's not the front runner for 2024. How about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who today started to blame Republicans for him withholding information regarding the number of deaths in the nursing homes? How does he do this? False statements must be countered. They must be, or else people get confused. No one has a right to spread lies or misinformation that causes pain to families. I understand politics is a nasty business in this environment. I understand people lie. I get it. I get it. I live it every day. But this is different. This was causing pain to families who lost a loved one. That's what they did. And they did it because I hear it from the families. Not only did we create a void, we didn't fight back against the lies and the politics and the the distortions aggressively. Not true. In retrospect, that is true. It is whack-a-mole. It is that Twitter 24 hours a day. It is politicians making up stuff to get their face on TV. I get it. That's not what happened. You have to knock it down and counter it. Use your power. Aggressively. Otherwise, people will believe it. Wow. The nerve of this guy. What a change of events. To think that this is someone who, you know, last spring, as I said, well, let me play. I was on um, Newsmax just the other day talking about Governor Cuomo. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's uh, 145 on the snowy afternoon. It's John DePietro. I was on Newsmax where I went after Cuomo. This is... uh, Earlier, let's see, it was Tuesday afternoon on uh, Newsmax. Let me play this. sat on the truth um, in an effort to try to perhaps uh, play politics um, with the lives of American citizens. Well, Joe, you know, as far as Cuomo, I mean, let's face it. He is, Governor Cuomo is basically the biggest fraud to come out of New York. Yeah. Basically since Bernie Madoff. Uh, instead of Madoff doing with finances, 
Cuomo did it with nursing home deaths. That's right. I mean, th- this is appalling. And, and you know why he did that? And by the way, uh, Isabel's right. I also want to remember, he wrote a book during this about leadership during a crisis. Yep. I'm just wondering, I haven't read it yet, Joe, so don't ruin it for me. What <laughs> chapter does he talk about uh, exaggerating and lying Great and line. to nursing homes when it comes to a crisis? Well, yeah. That's an addendum that he's going uh, to be adding. Governor Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, this is like the Kennedy School of Government on how not to handle a crisis. That's right. He misled people. Yep. They cut the deaths in half. And why? Because he wanted to seem like a hero. And him and his brother yucking it up on the air. Uh, and he was the most batch, uh, most uh, eligible bachelor in New York. Right. And of course he won the Emmy. You know, if you remember last spring, there were even people saying it should be uh, Cuomo instead of Biden on Think the ticket. Think of that. He knew what he was doing. You notice, he didn't say that he's sorry. He no. This is the element of he he not only thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, he thinks he owns the room. That's right. He should, if Governor Cuomo were truly sorry, yep. he would face a lot of those families That's and, right. and explain why exactly what happened with Good their point. loved ones. This is like they're reliving it all over again. Right. 15,000 Excellent point. Excellent point made on Newsmax by yours truly uh, earlier this week talking about Cuomo. Folks, this portion of the program, now right now it's 147 on this Friday afternoon. This portion of the show is brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery. Now, in this type of weather, if you need a vehicle towed, they specialize Preferred Towing and Recovery. It's Mark and Christine. They're right in Lincoln. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which is repossessions, and private property towing services. Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. He'll get the job done safely and securely preferred towing call them today 401 725-8500 now you can also find them online preferredrecovery.com they're also on facebook preferred towing 401 725-8500 now they also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and the 70s call for a fear offer today 401-725-8500 preferred towing they specialize in towing Transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500. Well, folks, the uh, snow is going to continue the afternoon and into the night. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy a good meal. I want to remind you that Kay's is open. Kay's has come through in such a big way during this pandemic. And I'm so glad for them because the restrictions are starting to be lifted and I like they uh, had a nice posting, come raise a glass with us, National Wine Drinking Day. But also they have the indoor dining, they have the igloo dining, and then they also have takeout curbside. And then now the bar is reopened so you could eat at the bar at Kay's. They also have, uh, I'd love for Valentine's, they have the delicious mango bellini, strawberry bellini. Uh, Kay's, a delicious meal. How about last, the weekend specials last weekend? At K's. Already, Maryland crab cakes, oysters, little necks, baked stuffed mushrooms, meatball appetizer, fish tacos, prime rib, baked stuffed shrimp, surf and turf, baked haddock with lobster Newburgh sauce, baked stuffed chicken, sausage and rice, lasagna, chicken pot pie, lobster grilled cheese, meatball subs. Call them at K's. You can eat there. You can take out 762-9675. John and David, my friends, I am um, so glad they have, uh, without question, they have uh, really raised the bar with, uh, with everything that happened during the course of this pandemic. And the good news, listen, right now at 1.50 on this Friday, and you're saying, Juan, please give us some good news. They're now saying possible herd immunity by April. One John Hopkins doctor said, listen, it will mostly be gone. So, something to remember. Think of this. Hospitalizations are way down. Deaths are way down. Why is that? It's because most of the people, the bulk of the deaths, most of the people that have been dying from COVID, as terrible as it has been, but they've been older. So, since the vaccine has been rocketing through and they've been giving the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, to people in their 80s and 90s, and now, you know, over the age into their 70s. Well, those are the ages that are most vulnerable. So it only stands to reason as as we move into 
uh, the next, say, five weeks, the last week of February and then the month of March, when we start to move through that and they really start going through the ranks and start going, you know, to 65 and older and then 55 and older, when they start to move into that, folks, I think by April, the entire country really could be in good shape. So, you know, I, I think when we, I hope when we look back that we're going to think, boy, this was, um, this was really, really the rough time. But I can't say enough good things about that, that governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis. I love the fact that he's, he's putting the, the flags at, at half staff for, for Rush Limbaugh. Uh, for El Rushbo, who passed away. So normally the news would be winding down on a Friday, but because of Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee and he's having his briefing later, and this is also dramatic that he is now, um, it's, uh, it, it certainly makes a big deal that he is now uh, going to make his chief of staff, I think he's the former police chief in Cumberland, Tony Tony Silva, that he's going to be in charge of the vaccine. I, I get the feeling that the month of March, the McKee people, they're going to change things around. They're going to take it out of the hands of the state, put it at the local level, and that's when things will really start to take off. Let me see. Uh, Rhode Island Department of Health Medical Director and when the general public can get vaccinated, we'll have to wait and see. Well, in Florida, you can. But Rhode Island is loosening visitation restrictions in nursing homes and hospitals. I'm telling you, the next five weeks are going to uh, really change. So everyone, listen, everyone's burnt out a little bit on all of this, of course. And it's been difficult. But you're just going to see the more the vaccine gets out there, the next five weeks, I think if you can stay healthy, the next five weeks and stay COVID free, we hit April. And you're going to be in good shape. Now, folks, something that you can't let your guard down on, though, is you need to be safe. And that's why you need to visit Surplus Provisions. Go to my website, to petro.com, and you can see the photo of the guy in blackface that has the photo with President Biden and Governor Raimondo. We don't know whether or not they're also in blackface, but, but he is. Uh, but Surplus Provisions, Tanya and Frank, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston, there's no other store like Surplus Provisions. You can link through at my website is what I'm saying. They're a mile and a half from Garden City. They have a body armor. They have ammo, pepper spray, food storage. Surplus Provisions. Pop in and see them. Look for them on Facebook. Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. I love the, the store. Those guys are great. They're just uh, so knowledgeable. Stop in and see them at Surplus Provisions. Right now, it's 154. On this Friday afternoon, again, just a quick reminder, if you're listening right now, you just got in the car, if you were in an accident, family member was in an accident, someone you work with was in an accident, four words, ready? Call West Fountain Auto Body, West Fountain Auto Body. This afternoon, boom, somebody is going to misjudge things on this snow and flurry. And black ice, and boom, they're going to hit someone. Call Kenny at West Fountain. You can use my name. Say, Juan, John DePietro told me to call you. 401-272-3340. They will repair it. They'll repair it right the first time. They'll handle everything for you. West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. So, news-wise, I will be on that Zoom call, I would imagine, a little bit later. Boy, people are very happy as Rhode Island is easing visitation restrictions and nursing homes. I know it has been really difficult. I've spoken with so many of you that uh, were trying to get in to see a loved one. I think uh, that has been the most challenging. And I think, folks, we're also learning. And I think a lot of you will agree. We can never go through that again. This business, and it, what's what's completely unacceptable are the schools that are still closed. The schools that are doing the distance learning. I mean, this is now, people just have to start to pick up from the wreckage. It's like a storm that comes through and then you still have all that wreckage that's out there. That's really what has been going on. These children lost time 
this spring, the schools should be filled with activities. People need to get back out there again. There should be school proms. There should be school graduations. There should be family parties. Everything should start to return. Wash your hands. Listen, people can still wear the mask and do the distancing. But we have got to start to right the ship. I think that Governor, incoming Governor McKee, he has a tremendous opportunity to now take control, take some of the, the no more of these executive orders from people like Governor Amundo and Cuomo where they just bypass everyone. You know, there should be, it seems like incoming Governor McKee, it seems like he, because he was a mayor, he understands the ability to allow, you know, Mayor North Providence, Charlie Lombardi, allow him to take over, allow the mayor of Johnston to take over, allow some of the town councils in uh, Smithfield, North Smithfield, different, but allow, you know, let the mayor of Woonsocket, let her be the mayor of Woonsocket. These vaccines, this business that we, you have to drive to Providence to get the vaccine, it makes no sense at all, especially the people that are getting it. We're talking about, you know, elderly or people with compromised immune systems. Now you're making them go to Providence? Like, that's the plan. That's a terrible plan. And then when, the, you know, the dunk is, is very big and cavernous, this needs to be local, that you could just drive somewhere in your own community five minutes away, boom, and get the vaccination. So let's step it up. And the same thing with CVS and Walgreens. Get your act together. No reason this state, here's something we can all agree on. I don't care who you voted for. We should not be last with vaccine, with vaccinations. The smallest state, Rhode Island should be number one. And then the rest of the state say, well, I mean, you know, they're number one because they're the smallest state. That's how they should be, you know, dismissing the claim. We shouldn't be dead last. No reason for us to be dead last. That has to change. Now, it's 158. What's going to happen is coming up is the 2 o'clock news. This afternoon is the John Dion program. Folks, now I want to remind you, I might do a Facebook Live later tonight. Find me on Facebook. The easiest way, if you want to reach me, if you would like to get a hold of me, if you'd like to advertise on the show, uh, please go to my visit my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then on the right-hand side, you just click Contact John. Now, we also have exclusive stories there. Support the different companies that support petro.com. But if you have a question, if I can help you in some way, let's utilize the different people I know uh, within state government and try to get you the help. So um, once again, folks, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. Folks, this was a tough week. I, uh, like many of you, very sad about the passing of El Rushbo. May he rest in peace. I mean, just a... Um, Phenomenal pioneer, so brave, and um, and just incredible. So uh, this is um, it is very difficult this week with us uh, saying goodbye to Rush. So listen, stay safe in the snow. Stay tuned. Two o'clock news is coming up. We're back Monday at eleven. But then I always do Facebook if there's breaking news. Thank you to Jeff. WNRI One Socket, thirteen eighty AM, ninety nine point nine FM, W two six zero DC.